for Tuesday, January 4, the fourth day of 2022. There are 361 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It's turned cold. We'll tell you about that. Is snow on the way? Well, that'll be a good question. We'll try to answer that for you. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, Good. You get home. Uh, you get home early enough last night to watch any of uh, Peyton and Eli Monday Night Football. No, I can't. I not even Peyton and Eli can bring me to watch that team, and I could not listen to any positivity being brought towards said team because I was riding high, and I didn't want to have to listen gotcha. to okay. anything toward the said team in the western portion of the state of Pennsylvania that shall not be <laughs> named. But if you do remember, who said that they were not going to win the division a few, uh, few months ago? Well, they did win Funny. the game last night. Well, I don't care who um, won the division. Big That's ben, all Big Ben swan song there in uh, Pittsburgh. I'll say it out loud. Uh, the Steelers yeah, it's like, defeated it's the like Browns last night. Yeah, you, you can't, can't, you can't, can't say, say it. it. Uh, I did. Th- it was Aaron Rodgers was on as a guest of uh, Peyton and Eli. It was Eli's birthday, so they had a lot of fun. Uh, Snoop Dogg was also on How, how did Snoop do? It was funny. Of course, you know he's a big Steelers and, fan, and I, I was when I saw the list because I don't remember who was in the the first half of the show. Roger Goodell, yeah, and then yeah. in the first quarter, I don't remember who it was, but it was like I really have no interest in seeing that person. Yeah, and uh, Snoop was the only person that I saw that I was like, oh, I'd like to listen. to Yeah, you. it was good. It, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't too bad. It's not too bad at all. So, over there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome to 2022. To First Baptist Church, Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Who am I? The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. Prospector in the North! We lovingly know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2022. Hey, I made it. I was afraid you got left behind. Many people thought that I would be, but I made it. Does that mean you were being punished or being promoted? Let me tell you. I don't know. Hey, I went on the day before New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve Eve, Uh and I got my flu shot and my booster shot at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I about died. Really? <laughs> well, I was in, sick. In the same injection or one in each arm? One in each or, arm. I was oh, really? walking around like this for, you know, 48 hours. Uh-huh. Nobody touched me. No energy. At least that's why I told Sarah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't help, with, can't help with those projects. I have I have sore arms. I couldn't even hear. Well, so it's I, good. I don't even know if she was talking. Good mm-hmm. to see you. I don't guess that we've seen you since the second week of December. Yeah, it's been something a while, like guys. that. Uh, just I was beginning to wonder. I did check on you a couple of times, and someone had your phone and re- was responding. But to see you in the flesh is somewhat comforting today. Well, thank you. Was it quite? Did you have you ever had a BlackBerry? Oh yes, not to eat, not a BlackBerry cobbler. Oh, I was say yes, oh. BlackBerry personal device you know, assistant. I, I had My mom in had college. One. Hated it. Yeah, 
hated it. Because it had the little ball. Remember on yep, the, yes. yeah, my mom yep. had one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was a BlackBerry user, and then I abandoned, I had uh, maybe two now, to did, three did different you, BlackBerries. Did you have the, the holder, uh, oh, yeah, the holster? You gotta, you gotta had, uh, yeah, you had to keep it on your hip. Yeah. I mean, you had to be ready to you fire whip it, it out at, at, a, any time. at a moment's notice. And my granddad kept a BlackBerry for a long time. My dad, even after I had moved into the Apple world, my granddad, my dad kept their BlackBerries. Wow. Uh, the federal government, like the Barack Obamas and the Joe Bidens, were some of the last people to really use Blackberries because they were deemed to be they could secure them on the national platform and national security type things. But today, yeah, Blackberry goes away. Time to say goodbye. As of today, services for Blackberry Blackberry devices go away. That means any devices running Blackberry software will no longer reliably function, including uh, for data, phone calls, SMS, and nine one one. Dennis, do you want to say do you want to say some kind words about BlackBerry while we're, you know, it was good while we had them, yeah. But now that they're gone, yeah, we can't look back. But would if we hadn't had BlackBerry, would we would would the iPhone be exactly? I mean, the BlackBerry was innovative in a way that it the size that and just the ability like all these things it really browsing and well i love that we've gone from you know the first cell phone was so big and then it shrunk all the way down because that first blackberry was really small and now we're kind of getting bigger and bigger again yeah i I think that we we can't give blackberry all the credit though if if we had that nokia brick phone that we all had you know (laughs) you could have run over with a car you Uh bulldoze it that that was the Predecessor to the iPhone, I think. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I mean, Blackberry, Apple, lots of fruit being discussed Too in, much our, in our smart world. Uh, slight warm-up before snow chance and frigid weather is kind of a synopsis of the way your next day and a half is going to go. Today, we're going to see temperatures in the teens and low 20s for the morning. And then we're watching the potential for some snow on Thursday uh, still not quite sure where that's going to jog. If you look at one model, you'll see where Grayson County is in a deeper shade of blue. You can look in another model. Like The idea of getting one to two inches of snow is pretty likely. Getting something more than two inches of snow, much less likely, at least for our neck of the woods. But that's going to unfold over the course of the day on Thursday. And then behind that system that moves through, by the way, I should not say system, it's systems. We have a system coming from both directions. We have a system coming from the northwest, and then we have a system moving up from the southeast. Those things converge over the Ohio Valley and create uh, this event that we're going to have. So um, not quite sure what we're going to get just Mm -hmm. yet, but even into... The snow will happen during the during the daylight hours, primarily on Thursday. Whatever snow we're going to get is, say, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., but the temperature is going to plummet, which means even into Friday morning we could have some black ice or some slippery conditions, so just need to pay attention. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Uh, once you get into February and you've had two or three snows, you kind of, okay, here's what I do when it snows, but this is our first of the season, so we'll um, maybe – have a little harder time getting I'd, the... I'd be fine if it just bypasses us. Oh, I'll be absolutely fine as well, but I have a feeling the... I don't know how anybody could Mr. actually like snow. Mr. Booster flew over there probably once. <laughs> hey, hey, I like hey, that nickname. now, guys. I like that nickname. Booster flu. I don't recommend that. I'm not a medical professional. BF. <laughs> 
And by the way, before we move away from the weather, the National Booster Weather Service flu. now says seven tornadoes hit Kentucky on New Year's Day, including Hart County. We speculated yesterday whether that one would technically get upgraded to a tornado. So uh, we already, they had already announced Warren, Madison, Barron, Taylor, and Christian counties. But added to that list was an EF0 in Priceville. That's in Hart County. Uh, also, another tornado hit Logan County. That was in Olmstead, another EF0. So seven in total um, officially, and they're still looking in Green and Metcalf counties, I think, today to determine whether they were straight line or whether they were actually tornadic. You mentioned it yesterday on how you can kind of see the line, but this map from Wave 3 really does kind of, you really see how mm-hmm. it's just pretty much a straight line. Draws a line across through there. Uh, and then, of course, um, Omicron, covid Variant um, has to be discussed because yesterday Kentucky reached a new daily record for COVID-19 cases all time. 6,441 reported December 30. The previous high was uh, 5,742. That was a year ago, be a year ago in two days. And the state wide test positivity rate has soared to 20.7%. Now, as I told you yesterday, based upon what I'm observing around the country is that Omicron is not nearly as severe, but it's much more contagious, which is causing our spike in positivity. Then you add in the holidays and it's going to spread like wildfire. Uh, Dr. Stephen Stack said yesterday in the governor's press conference that if you started school yesterday or today, some schools didn't return until today, and you're not wearing masks in schools, it said, he said you're going to infect the whole building in the first two weeks. That's how potent or how uh, spreadable this yeah. Omicron variant is. Will it turn into something more than the sniffles and coughs? Probably not for the young people in schools, but when you've got you know hundreds of kids that potentially are infected and then they carry that home among the un- uh, other unvaccinated people and maybe adults etc it can be uh, it can be a problem so uh it'll take another couple of weeks to to peek through this and then we'll see what's on the other side but it's a lot like the delta variant only the delta variant wasn't as contagious so it's a, kind of an interesting way that these are are um playing themselves out. They seem to be less harmful from an ill effects to the to a person of average health, but much more contagious like the average cold or whatever it might right. be. So something to keep an eye on. Either way, I mean if you have asthma yeah. and pre pre existing conditions like that, you're you're vulnerable either way. So you want to protect yourself as much as possible. By the way, in total, the governor noted last week there were 29,955 cases last week. We're now at a half million cases daily in the United States. And then on, wow. on a rare occasion, I'll go read, you know, to the response to stories when these numbers get posted and the, the snark and the snide. And if you don't think this is real, then you aren't paying attention to hospitalizations and what healthcare professionals are saying. And the, you can't argue with the positivity. You you can say, well, this is it deadly? Well, maybe it's not as have, deadly. Have it's com- de- deadly to someone. Have some compassion, too, because there are people in this community that have lost loved ones. 
It's like I, I I'll never never understand that. Is it's like there are people in this community that have lost you know yeah. brothers, fathers, mothers, daughters, sons, people that they love. Mm-hmm. Have compassion. Well, in fact, just Grayson Countyans alone, one hundred six, one hundred six Grayson Countyans. So. Someone that, you probably know too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, and there are another five that are pending that that could be, but um, wow, you know that's your average church congregation, mm-hmm. you know, or it's a little smaller than the average class at Grayson County High School, you know. But a hundred people is a hundred people, and so um, and and that doesn't even start to touch those who had really bad experiences with it and then managed to fight their way back that are still it's with true, us true. but have long roads ahead of them that people that have holes in their lungs from you know being on uh, being on oxygen machines and it's just uh, the level the level of snark the level of this stuff you know this is unreal or this is this is like the cold or it's the it's just I don't I don't understand it um, it's not some vast conspiracy. A convicted drug dealer from Litchfield has been arrested for the fourth time since 2018 on felony drug charges after a traffic stop in Hart County. State police arrested 37-year-old Clint Kloss and charged him with two counts of possession of a controlled substance, DUI, and possession of drug paraphernalia, along with other several non-moving violations. He is lodged in the Hart County Jail. Also a story out of Ohio County. Dennis, you know anything about Ohio County? Yes, I do, sir. A speeding driver has resulted in the seizure of over 10 grams of methamphetamine in Ohio County. Mm. Sheriff Tracy Brady said that the sheriff's office and the Penny Ryle Narcotics Task Force conducted a traffic stop on a vehicle for excessive speed. They arrested a uh, 51-year-old James Crook of Madisonville. James what? Crook. Oh, okay. Hmm. Don't know anything about this. So, Lawmakers... You don't know anything about being a crook? Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. You don't know any or, crooks? Or, or no, sir. I'm confused. <laughs> what did you say about lawmakers? A Kentucky, As Kentucky lawmakers get back into the swing of things in Frankfurt today, they are preparing for a busy session dominated by the need for a new state budget, but yet they find themselves in a very unique uh, position. At large pots of unspent money are overflowing in Frankfurt. Oh, my. All that can federal I, money that came that rolling money? into. Oh, my goodness. Uh, everyone else can but you, Sam. Uh-huh. I asked them if you could have any. They all, said all, all I want is $5. They said if you didn't ask, uh. you would get some. But now that you've asked, you will not get can any. Can I have some of your money? <laughs> Top Republican lawmakers hope to wrap up redistricting in the first week of the 60-day session, then turn the attention to stacks of other issues, including education, taxes, workforce development, and sports wagering. Pass that sports wagering. It will be um, be interesting to see when it eventually happens. The the Democratic leadership in the legislature met yesterday, and um, they kind of gave their wish list of things they want the legislature to take up, including sports wagering. And um, it kind of depends on where you are geographically. If you're in if you're in a more populous area of the state. You are much. You are much more likely in a district that supports sports wagering. Yeah. If you're in a very rural portion of the of the state, then you're most likely against it. And vis-a-vis your your representative is most likely against it, or your senator. So it's just a matter of 
when those two numbers pass, like when the when the scales go the other way, I am I'm not necessarily someone who wants to wager on sports. But I'm pretty consistent in let's stop fooling ourselves. Every month we get a email from Indiana or somebody that represents something that says the amount of money that Indiana brings in every month. And it's a staggering number. It is. I I if if you want to eliminate gambling, then eliminate it. Let's not stop let's not have it and then call it something else. You know, let's just be honest with ourselves have, on what we're doing. Can we have historical sports sports wagering? Yeah. We'll just, we'll just wager on old UK games and old KHSA Sweet 16 <laughs> games. Because that's skill, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's skill involved. Mm-hmm. That's, there's no gambling involved in that. But uh, Universal Pre-K is on the Democrat uh, wish list in Frankfurt. Uh, there are also one of the reasons for that is there are still 100,000 Kentucky women who have not returned to the workforce. Remember, you everywhere you go, you see signs of people who need people to come to work. And there are 100,000 Kentucky women who haven't been able to return to work because they don't have a viable child care option for their kids. So well, that makes sense. Makes sense to me. If you want to turn that, it's probably something you need to. Something you need to do. Governor Bashir said that the state broke records for investment and job creation in 2021. Last year, 264 private sector projects committed to invest over $11.2 billion and create over 18,100 full-time jobs. That, of course, includes the Ford Motor Company and okay. SK Battery Plant, which will be coming to the twin battery plants, which will be coming to Glendale. That's 5,000 jobs uh, in itself right there. Ra- wages have risen as well, so uh, things economically and from a from a labor standpoint looking good in Kentucky. Also, fundraising for Governor Bashir looking, um, looking good. He raised $1.3 million in campaign cash. It's a blistering fundraising pace since he launched his 2023 re-election bid. That's for the final three months of 2021. Okay. He raised $1.3 million. You know, he's been in crisis management his entire term. And he's unlikely to emerge from crisis management before we get into the election season again. And so I don't, I, I haven't examined to see where the money is coming from. But um, for, as, um, for as critical as people are with him, especially out in more of the the red areas of the state, there clearly are some people somewhere who are willing to prop up his uh, re-election campaign. I, it would be interesting. I, today, uh, if the election were held tomorrow, I'd have a hard time picking. I don't know. Um, I hear a fair amount of both, hmm. you know, and so I don't know how the state would vote. Regardless of politics, you do – at least somewhat have to feel bad for him as a person. I, I mean, it's like everything that it's going through. I, I and that's doesn't matter what party affiliation you are. I mean, leaders have to. I can't tell you I've loved my job in the last two years, but I've liked it more than having his. Oh, or <laughs> any 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 governor in this. I mean, that's got to be. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And what else? Oh, twenty National Guard soldiers are preparing for deployment. Twenty. MPs, that's uh, military police officers of the Kentucky National Guard, are preparing to deploy to Kosovo for a real uh, year-long mission. Mission 438th Military Police Company, based out of Murray, are deploying tomorrow. So 
thank them for their Absolutely, service and willingness guys. to travel abroad Ladies. and represent the Kentucky National Guard. And the Cats are on the road at Baton Rouge, Louisiana tonight. Cats need to send a statement early to get yeah. the Missis- the Missouri game doesn't really count. Yes, they keep track of it. It goes in the it goes in the official record as an SEC victory. But tonight the SEC season starts. Sure. Yes, Sam. Yeah, I think uh, it should be a tough match too. I mean, that's a tough place to play. I know that they're naming it Dale Brown Court before the game tonight. Oh, They'll probably be giving Brown. away T-shirts. They'll probably be giving away towels, yeah. bobbleheads, shot at a full million scholarships. Uh-huh. Everything. Everybody that shows up. Shaq so. will be coming in. Uh-huh. Every road game's going to be Joe Burrow. Shaq, Shaq, Shaq. Yeah, Joe Burrow. All that. Uh, Dennis, you want to make a prediction what happens at Baton Rouge? I say Cats win by eight. Eight. Eight, eight points. Uh, Sam, who will the MVP be tonight? Uh, got to go Kelton Grady. He's playing well. Kelton Grady? All right. And not then not Coug- Oscar? Cougars got uh, Ohio County boys tonight. Uh, a little rivalry in GCOC. here. Got, uh, uh, do I need to, to separate you all I in between the break here? I only cheer for Grayson County. Ooh, awesome. No rivalry then. That's good. It's okay with me. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. When I was younger, so much younger than today, I never needed it. Dennis, is this song in your book over there? Uh, it's not in. I don't think so. No. Is it? Paul McCartney didn't write Help. Oh, is that my yeah, There <laughs> is. Is that Tina Turner? It's Tina Turner's version of Help. Yeah. I've never heard this before. So, Dennis has a new book of Paul McCartney's, all his lyrics, so you can look at that. I didn't recognize break. it, to be honest I with didn't, you. The first time I heard it, I didn't recognize it either, and I went, oh, that's the Beatles' Help. Uh, today is Spaghetti Day nice. today. I do like spaghetti. So, celebrating the Italian pasta oh, okay. dish that almost everyone loves. Uh, Marco Polo brought the recipe back to Europe with him after his famous trip to China How they find in the him? 13th century. They just yelled out for him. Marco. Marco. Okay. Uh, today is World Braille Day, observed on the anniversary of the 1809 birth of Louis Braille in Francais. And today is Trivia Day today. Ooh. I do like trivia. Who uttered the famous salute, live long and prosper? Spock. Yeah, Spock. Who wrote the French romantic novel The Hunchback of Notre Dame? That I have no Quasimoto. idea. Quasimoto. <laughs> journal. Victor Hugo. Oh. And uh, what is the famous phrase that Marie Antoinette is known for? Let them eat cake. <laughs> Sorry. In the sport of bull riding, Sam knows this one. In the yeah. sport of bull riding, which hand do you ride with? Okay. Left hand? Le- that's yeah. just a guess. That yeah. was a 100% guess. I have no what idea. What did you say, Dennis? I was going to say left because I think the right's up in the air, right? <laughs> Either. You can do it. It's, it's their left-handed bulls. I knew it. And I was waiting bulls. for a trick. <laughs> I was going to say. I was like, wait a second. And you buzzard. A group of porcupines is known as a what? A group of porcupines. Yep. It would make sense once you. I tell you they are known as a prickle. Uh-huh. Mm. A group of porcupines okay. is a prickle. Dennis, hey, has the Cook Ranch de-Christmased? We have. It's gone, man. Everything. It's an upset of the century right there. Well, the um, so while I was under, I totally skipped New Year's Eve, remember. I woke up 
and the house, it was like Christmas never happened. Really? Yeah. But you did, but, but Sarah did wait until New Year's Eve or New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. Yeah. Like we put everything up on New Year's Day. Um, last year when you put your Christmas tree up on August the 28th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two years ago. That's an approximation. Right. Uh, yeah, not this past Christmas season, but yeah. the season before. I think you you all were busy putting up your bottle rockets into the attic from the Fourth of July, and you brought your <laughs> Christmas tree down. Um, when did you de Christmas last year? Not uh, most recently. I think we probably kept it up for a week or two after the first of the new year. Okay. So you're not one of those, we put it up really early, but it has to come down no. at the end of Christmas Day. Now, I have friends that, that, that say, well, as soon as Christmas Day's up, over or after Christmas presents, I start taking stuff down. I'm just, we're not that way. We we love it all. There's so many memories, so many cool things that we it, have. And it wouldn't shock me if my dad took, took ours down the day after Christmas. The yeah. day after? Mm-hmm. Just because he's ready to just get it out of the way. What and, about you? Uh, we will, ours are still up and probably will be up. It, this will probably be the last weekend that we will probably next week slowly start to, and then by next weekend, by the MLK holiday, gone. But I am kind of using now the national championship game <laughs> as like that is the official end to the holiday season for me. Yeah. Like once that Monday night comes. And Alabama wins the national championship. I actually yeah. hope Georgia wins, but I think Alabama will. Once that comes and gone, the holiday season is over. But now we also wait until after Thanksgiving. So, but in the same way that I judge Dennis and Sarah Cook for putting their Christmas trees up in September. Well, actually, you did wait until November this year, didn't Th- you? That's true. This yeah. year's different. You wait until November. Uh, while I judge about you doing it early, I understand there are probably people who are judging us going, you still got your Christmas tree up. Hey, let them judge. Who cares? You don't care? A new survey says half of Americans judge their neighbors on keeping <laughs> decorations up too long. <laughs> a... Uh, Half of Americans judge their neighbors for waiting too long to take down their festive winter decorations. Three-fourths of them believe others should uh, should stow away all of their winter decor before the end of January. Well, no problem. Sure. I can have it all tucked away before the end of January. And to be fair, our external decor right now are just wreaths and snowmen. Mm-hmm. So that's still, that's still wintry. Yeah, but... Seeing this makes me want to put Christmas decor out and leave it outside. <laughs> 54% don't want to be the first ones on their block to pack up their festive display until mm. next year. So, yeah, I think definitely. Where's the where's the barrier on if you're if it's still up, you might as well leave it up. Is there a magical date? Oh no. yeah, I October first, yeah, if probably. It's still up October first. You better just leave it. Yeah, I mean, but if if yeah, if, my, if I find out one neighbor is judging on that, I'm definitely going to go out and get the snowman on clearance. <laughs> that are game on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every night lights, music. You can, you can dig in. Is that your across the street neighbor? 
Well, love thy neighbor. Americans <laughs> spent more than they could afford during Christmas, according to a new survey. <gasps> what? The survey reported 36% of Americans got into debt by about $1,249. Nearly 40% used the buy now, pay later financing option when purchasing their Christmas gifts. Americans now carry $70 billion in credit card debt, and the majority said they won't pay it off within a month. Huh? At least they're honest with themselves. At least they're honest with themselves. I miss layaway. Back when you'd go and get something in the summer, all those summer gifts that you pay on the whole. Layaway is kicking it old school. (laughs) What do you have to look forward? So what do we have to look forward to early on in 2020? At 2022. Is that what a question for me? I, I don't know. Yeah, just, <laughs> is it 2022? So, I, I mean, so. if the holiday, if the national championship game is Monday. It's true. And then we have uh, MLK holiday is the following weekend. So yeah. it's the middle of the month. Are there other. Super Bowl? Are there. The Super Bowl is the 13th of February. The Super Bowl is late this year because yeah. of they started the. They have an extra game in the season. Started, yeah, and it, the, okay. the regular season doesn't end until this weekend. But then also the month of February. Super Bowl. The Winter Olympics are six weeks away. Or are they? Are they going to happen? Are they, are they going to happen? Ooh, it's a teaser. What do you think? Are we going to have the Olympics or are we not going to have the Olympics? We didn't think we were going to have them in the summer and look at it. It wouldn't shock me if it's a similar situation. Yeah, I think we had the Olympics, but no. I hated the Olympics the Audiences. way they were in the summer. I mean, it's better than no Olympics, but no spectators. I don't know. This song, though, is the fire I'm you ready up. to run through a wall is what I'm ready to do. Olympians competing in the Beijing Games next month won't receive the typical flower bouquets given to athletes who make it to the medal podium. Instead, they'll get something more sustainable and long-lasting. They will um, give customized mascot gifts for the winning athletes in addition to their new okay. hardware. They'll also get uh, gifted hand-knit bouquets made of cashmere to honor the Beijing Games organizer's goal of practicing sustainability. I kind of like that. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I'll tell you what. You give me Mark Stoops' pregame speech with that (laughs) song, (laughs) I'll do whatever. Any particular pregame speech? No, I don't care. just any of them in general? If he wants to play Canasta and just do a little speech before Canasta. What else is there to look forward to in 2022? So we're going to, you know, we had a Summer Olympics and now we're going to have Winter Olympics. We don't have Ryder Cup this year. World Cup. Uh, Is World Cup this year? But it's not until November to December. Really? I'm going to go full-on Ted Lasso for World Cup this year. Do you know where it is? Um, In the world? Somewhere in the world. Do you know where it is, Dennis? I have no idea. Somewhere on the globe? Qatar. Qatar. Wow. Mm. Which is why they're having... That's why they're having to play it in November, December, because... Because that's the only time it's cool enough to play? I got it. Here are a list of predicted scientific discoveries for 2022. Going to go ahead and get your journal out and write these down so okay. I can be proven correctly um, that uh, I, I was able to prophesy the following things were going to happen. Sure. I predict in 2022 that uh, we will learn that rocket science is actually the easiest of all the sciences. Mm-hmm. I think it's unfair. There was, it's not rocket science. 
Like we give too much credit to rocket science. There's mm-hmm. other sciences that are harder, and I think 2022 will bear hey, that. Brain out. science is harder. See, they're mm-hmm. a very yeah. good example. Mm-hmm. And to prove my point, you used your brain to come up with that response yeah. to weigh mm-hmm. in. I'm already being proven. Correct. Common core science. Yeah, geometry. That's harder. So yeah, you're right. Geometry. How do you spell geometry? <laughs> oh, that's math. Is that Sorry. A, is that a tree of pajamas? <laughs> What else we have to look forward to? I believe we'll learn that it's physically impossible to be blinded with science. Can you get blinded by the light? Thomas Dolby has been selling us a false set of goods. (laughs) He's been selling a fallacy since the 80s. You can't be blinded with science. I'm just saying. So you can look at the eclipse without sunglasses? Well, that's blinded by the light. But isn't that That would be more Manfred Mann. (laughs) I don't know. You'll have to decide. I believe okay. that sometime during 2022, we'll learn that everyone walks like an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bangles and Thomas Dolby. Mm-hmm. They're selling us lies, nothing but lies. And I also believe that now that Betty White's gone, oh. the entire human race now depends upon, falls squarely on the shoulders of Keith Richards. Thought you were going to say Dolly. Nope. Keith Richards is next. <laughs> then it'll be Dolly. Keith but Richards has died 18 times. Are you and sure he's about still that? Alive. I, he looks that way. Just saying. He looked pretty good as a pirate. Yeah, we're not, we're not rallying around Keith Richards, I don't think. As, not. A, as a nation. Yeah. Got to get to a break. I'll, I'll come back. You. More on the way here on In the Know. Your fingernails grow faster when you are cold. Yes, no, believe it, don't believe it. I don't know. This can also go into the realm of who is studying this. And can we find that person a hobby? You turn this political, Sam. (laughs) Yep. Uh, we uh, want to remind you again, Jason Isbell is coming to the Louisville Palace on January 14th, and we have tickets up for grabs for you. We are going to do the water cooler question again today. We're going to do that via the text line, though. 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. The first person to correctly guess the correct answer to the water cooler question today wins two tickets to see Jason Isbell at Louisville Palace on January 14th. 29% of people do not know this about their partner. 29% of people do not know this about their partner. What is it? 270-259-6000 is the number you text. You text the answer to 270 29% of people do not know this about their partner. Don't what Google it. Is it? Don't Google. Are you, are you, do you know this about your partner? I absolutely know this about my partner. Can, can we say who the tickets are for again? Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. He's really good. Sam what knows who it? Jason Isbell is. He's like a... Uh, Country alternative. I mean, it depends. I'd classify him more alternative. Americana type of. Uh, He's really good. He would be more like in the Lyle Lovett category, like a modern Lyle Lovett. 
You know what Lyle Lovett was to country music back in the 90s? Yeah. That's kind of what Jason Isbell is okay. now. Okay. Um, he's not going to be your not a lot of steel guitar and yeah. not a lot of so anyway. Yeah, he's can, not Chris Stapleton or Luke Bryan or something. Uh, he, he's, he's not outlaw country by any stretch of the imagination. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand is the number that you text. You text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Grammy awards may are likely to be postponed oh. due to Omicron. Okay. The Recording Academy is likely to postpone the 64th Annual Grammy Awards, originally set for January 31st. Uh, <laughs> are you okay with this? That's fine. I mean, just lay it all out there. Just put it online. Don't even have people show up. Just mail the Grammys. Like, I wasn't going to watch anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, I never watch. Just, I've never watched the Grammys. Just announce it. Now that LL Cool J has been retired, and it's Trevor Noah who's the host. And I like Trevor I Noah, I, and I, 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 I wouldn't watch it. I don't dislike him, but, you know, LL is a contemporary of mine. We're very similar in ways. You know, both bald. Mm-hmm. You look, I mean, are you brothers? Both gorgeously handsome and ripped. Who? Ripped? Ripped, yeah. Ribbed? <laughs> Ladies love. Ladies love MB. Ladies love Cool J. That's it's, what I'm talking about. Got it. Uh, HBO Max has fixed and re-uploaded its Harry Potter 20th anniversary Uh-oh. return to Hogwarts special after eagle-eyed fans and cast members alerted the streaming giant of a couple of editing mistakes over the holiday weekend. Before we get into the mistakes, Uh-oh. Sam, have you seen the return to Hogwarts? I have not yet. I was a little, because it didn't come out till New Year's Day, right? Yeah, I think. I think that's right, yeah. And New Year's Day, Day. I had the Kentucky game, and Sunday I had the Bengals game, and yesterday I had Lady Cougars, so I've been a little little preoccupied. Okay, so you you don't have an HBO Max subscription? I don't yet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't yet. Okay. Dennis probably doesn't know that I gifted you an HBO Max subscription because you don't have one, but the caveat was there that if you wanted to do something else with it instead, then you could. So I just wondered if the Harry oh. Potter reunion would be enough of a carrot for I, you to bite. I was going to set it up the other night, and then I there was a football game on or something, and I got distracted. <sighs> Dennis, I'm hearing several excuses over there. Are you hearing excuses? Yeah. So the world revolves around results, not excuses. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> So after some amateur sleuths, have you read about these mistakes that were in the initial ones? No, I know nothing. After some amateur (laughs) sleuths confirmed HBO had used a picture of the wrong Emma by cross-checking the photo of a little girl in Minnie Mouse ears with a throwback post on Robert's personal Instagram feed, they used Emma Roberts instead of Emma Watson. I was was just going to say, wait, Roberts? It's Watson. They look very similar. And so they they have corrected it. And re-uploaded. I guess that's the one good thing about these this type of thing is that you you can you can fix your blemishes relatively mm-hmm. easy. It's not like making an album, Dennis, on a CD. Mm-hmm. You know, like your project. If there's a mistake on there, it's on that disc permanently. Yeah. In a streaming world, you know, you can you can fix the originals, if Absolutely. you will, relatively easily. The second error was gently reported by none other than. <laughs> Oliver Phelps, who played one half of the mischievous Weasley twins. Mm -hmm. According to Phelps, the original version of the reunion special mislabeled the actor as his identical twin brother, James Phelps. That's on you all. Now, they look look dead on. 
Fred and George. When they appeared on screen, they identified, they inverted. So James for Oliver and Oliver for James, and they called them out on that. Sorry, the world cannot be responsible oh. for your twindom. Boarfest over here. <laughs> Don't be knocking on it. It's something that Sam really likes, Dennis. If he really liked yeah. it, he would have watched it by now. Well, I don't, he's he's pre- busy. At uh, Lady Cougar basketball game, last night. Okay, that was two hours. Uh, well, UK I have to game set up. Hours. I have to rip down. I have to preparation Okay, for two and it. a half hours. <laughs> he's got to get his sleep. Uh-huh. He's got to be I'm well I'm just saying, you wanted to watch uh, Bailey Watson. And then today? As, <laughs> with as Minnie Mouse or whatever it was, you would have watched it by now. Harry Potter slander will not be accepted on this. Uh, here come the here come Star Wars digs right around the corner. Uh-huh. Just wait, here they go. Uh-huh. Well, we'll talk about Boba Fett. Maybe uh, blows it away. Coming up here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. Dennis, what's the church marquee mean? I went by there yesterday and yeah, saw it said 23. That's right. And so I thought it's either Michael Jordan, you're doing a series on Michael Jordan, or the 23rd Psalm. LeBron it's got to be one of those two. Well, the Not last LeBron. dance kind of stole our thunder, <laughs> so we went to the 23rd Psalm. Did you take that personally? Uh, no, I mean, we're, we're flexible. Uh, we want to give a good witness, but uh, no, like, so all through January and the first Sunday of February, we're going to go through a verse of probably the most well-known, I won't say popular, uh, Bible oh, sure. passages, yeah. uh, the 23rd Psalm. Even if you don't know it's the 23rd Psalm. You've heard the 23rd Psalm. Sure. So he's going to break it down kind of into small small portions? We are. We're going to verse, kind of go verse by verse of the main areas and then emphasize uh, the main theme of each one. And at the end of it, being able to kind of scope back like a, like a drone pulling out of a, uh, of a tight shot and just be able to overlook on the, the grandness of that passage. And really... Uh, the tips and tools that we'll be reminded of through these verses is a fantastic way to begin the new year. Uh, just dwelling on the dependency that we have for, for God as our shepherd and to follow him as he leads is really a great reminder for us. I was going to mention, uh, you've you've missed the first Sunday. If you weren't in church on the first Sunday of uh, 2022, there's, uh, you can still you know pick up now. There's just because you missed the first one doesn't mean you have to miss the second one. So, uh, plenty of places for you to go, including there First Baptist Church on uh, Walnut Street, East Walnut. That's right, 106 East Walnut. Okay, um, back to you in just a moment because I got another ponderance for you, Sam. Did anyone on the text line say the water cooler question was 29 percent of people do not know this about their partner? Uh, and the answer was their favorite salad dressing. Did anyone say their favorite hmm. salad dressing? Somebody whose phone number ends in 1804. Okay, 1804 wins the Jason Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, Dennis, have you seen the book of Boba Fett? Uh, Yes, Sarah and I watched it a couple nights ago. And? Highly overrated. Honest reaction, I'm waiting (laughs) for the story to begin. Yeah. Um, So... 
Is this like a series? I, I, yes. I've seen the preview, so it's like the Mandalorian kind of thing. Yeah, okay. but but that's the thing. I think we, the Mandalorian two seasons that have been so successful, you've almost set this up uh, unknowingly to be mind blowing. Yeah. And he is one of the most iconic characters of Star Wars. And this first episode, to me, was just pure setup of a story. Wait a minute, though. I think I think a more accurate depiction for those who don't know the franchise is that he's one of the most popular inside baseball characters. Like you, yeah, yeah. You you labeled that correctly. You yeah. don't know him if you if you know Star Wars from. Just the uh, pedestrian yeah. level, yeah. you know Luke, Leia, Han, yeah. Chewie, Darth, and okay, you know your primaries. But if you're in, if you know, you know Boba Fett, right. and so that's why they're developing this character line. And there's a lot of meat on the bone there because he is somewhat of an enigma. Sure, screen time very limited. Yeah, very few words. So lots that they can do. But I, I've had an epiphany. Just on Sunday, that are some of the growing pains with my newfound ability to have true broadband internet service. Okay. All right. These are things that the rest of you all have figured out long ago. It used to be that if I wanted to watch something from Disney Plus, I had to download it on my iPad and I had to watch it on my iPad. Mm hmm. Well, now I can watch it on the big screen, but what am I doing? I'm down here messing with my iPad. I'm second screening something, yeah. and I realize I'm not paying attention to the content sure. like I used to. And so I walked away with an underwhelmed feeling of the Book of Boba Fett, the episode one, and I thought, well, is that John Favreau's fault or is that Mark Buckle's fault? Because I wasn't paying attention like I should. Yeah, I don't. I don't approve of second screening of anything um, with with entertainment or music. That's a bad like habit, that. isn't it? I need to get out of that. I, habit. Well, I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying personally. So, I, I I think that I won't be able to be a good judge to answer that question until episode two or yeah. chapter two, whatever it is. Is this coming out weekly? Yes, so the next one should be out day after, or I guess on Friday, probably. Uh, no, maybe Thursday. You know, I went into it also with how, how great the character was in The Mandalorian as well. Mm -hmm. And he was a support character, I get it, and it was a good plot. But then I didn't get much of anything excitement-wise and power-wise. But you did, get, you did get some good foundational blocks of origin. And I guess they spent a whole chapter doing that, and yeah. the rest of it better be good. I hope so, too. Today's highlight in history, this date in 2007, Nancy Pelosi was elected the first female Speaker of the House as Democrats took control of Congress. wasn't until 2007. I'm uh, not sure I knew that. Yeah, 07, and then, of course, again, uh, two years ago. FDR, in his State of the Union, called for legislation to provide assistance for the jobless. Basically, the New Deal was proposed in the State of the Union address this date in 1935. Nixon refused to hand over tape recordings and documents subpoenaed by the Senate Watergate Committee this date in 1974. Birthdays today, actor Diane Cannon is 83. Patty Loveless is 65, fellow Kentuckian. Wow. Michael Stipe is 62. Dina Carter is 56. And my Aunt Mary Lynn is celebrating a birthday today. Well, happy birthday to no, her. Not allowed to say how old she is because You'll I, get like to, I like to stay in her good graces. I'm not her... I may be her favorite nephew, even though she won't admit it. I'm not claiming to be her favorite, but I am her oldest nephew. So oh. hmm. there is no disputing that. 
Gone but not forgotten, Jacob Grimm in 1785, Louis Braille in 1809, Don Shula in 1930, Floyd Patterson in 1935. Don Shula. Don Shula. Mm. Chart toppers for today. Let's go to 1961. Ladies and gentlemen, Glissando Productions proudly presents That's a really the Grand clear Twins recording. of the Twin Grands, Ferranti and Teicher. Dennis, do you know Ferrante and Teicher? I know his sister, Margaret. <laughs> Which one? That was the only one. An Exodus. Can you play Exodus? On the, oh, I can play something that will produce an exodus. I was going to say, is this what you play at the end of worship service <laughs> yeah, on Sundays? Yeah. Saying, like, get out! All right, we're out of here. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. You don't play exodus, you play vamoose. <laughs> yes. Vamoose! Out of here. Let's go 1970. Oh, yeah. B.J. Thomas, number one. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his head, nothing seems to fit those. Butcher Sundance. Oh, you gotta go Sundance, don't you? Yeah, Sundance is just a better, just a better name, isn't it? Nineteen seventy-nine, the Bee Gees, number one. Too much heaven. You know, I've never been a Bee Gees fan. You've not? No. Watch the documentary and then let's talk. Okay. I'm not a. I don't dislike it. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like fan, fan, like in it. Yeah, I was gonna think when I'm you not were a falsetto guy. When you were creating his intro, I almost thought this could be in the uh, in the decision. Too much heaven, yeah, uh, yeah, because he's so heavenly, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. See, look, I can be nice. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that down. Eighty-eight. Whitney Houston. I'll number five dollars later. With so emotional. This is a powerful song. I mean, it was they played it twenty four seven. Big song. Invoke, don't let go. Number one in ninety seven. Chris Brown, run it in 06. And Uptown Funk was number one. Run what? Years ago today. Just it. Oh, whatever it you like. Okay, just run it. Whatever it you like. Uh, Dennis, thanks for coming in. Thank you guys for having me again. and uh, watch the BG's documentary, and then we'll talk next Tuesday. Okay. okay. All right. All Very right. good. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. You will never win if you never begin. You will never win if you never begin. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.